This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Lead Without Limits, the podcast that explores how your mind and soul energy, together with your actions and intentions, impact your leadership presence and bring heart and consciousness into your life. Join your host, certified business and life coach, Stefania Rigo, as she brings you stimulating conversations with women who lead in business in their community. And as she gives you the wisdom you need to help shape the future of society and our planet. Now here's your host, Stefania. Hey everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Lead Without Limits podcast. My guest today is Stephanie Trosler the founder and principal of Clear Road Financial Services. Today's topic is super important because we are talking money, specifically the financial aspects of business. So whether you're just starting your business or have been established for a while, I am sure you'll have some important takeaways from this conversation I know that because supporting business owners in making smart financial business decisions is Stephanie's superpower. She is the founder and principal of Clear Road Financial Services. Her company partners with business owners to support their financial growth. Because making smart financial decisions as a business owner is how you stay in business, and you grow your business. Stephanie completed her accounting degree from Texas State University. She's a business owner, just like us, and that provides her with a deep understanding of the challenges of growing a business. I've known her for a little over a year. Not only is she an expert in her field and a consummate professional, she's also one of the most caring and deeply committed people I know. She is fun and has a huge smile. I'm sorry you're not going to be able to see it today, but you will feel it come through. And she is full of contagious positive energy. Hello, Stephanie. Welcome to the podcast. Let's talk about the importance of taking leadership in your money house. Hi, Stefania. Happy to be here. Yeah, let's talk about it. Right. So let's start with um, your um, ideas about how we redefine our roles as business owners in relation to our finances. Sure. Yeah, this is um, you're kind of jumping into the, the meaty end of the money pool already. But I think it's super Super important to talk about this because in my experience, and I've I've have a number of clients and over many, many years, even in my prior professional career, which was um, insurance and working with um, personal families on their on their insurance, everything we do that has to do with money or risk is personal, right? We bring personal ideas, personal experiences about money to our businesses. And that's almost impossible to get around because as we're young and we grow, we are taught 
what success is. We're either taught that money's good or money's bad or whatever different ideas you bring to the table about money. And as a small business owner, we bring those ideas to the table. And so what we see when we're working with clients is first recognizing that the financial journey that your business is on or that you are on with your business is very personal. It's not just about the business, it's about you. And so what we start to see is, you know, sometimes people have these personal watermarks of success in their business, right? And that's what I call them as watermarks, where you get to a certain point and depending on whether, what ideas you're bringing to the table about money in your business, you may start to, you may not go higher than that watermark. That's as high as you're comfortable going. And so as financial consultants for our clients, a lot of the things that we do is just to simply redefine the nature of success and help clients feel comfortable and give them roadmaps to take the steps past their personal success watermarks and say, it's okay to do more, to be more, and to not let our personal ideas of money get in the way of our business's success. Wow. This is from a um, leadership coaching perspective, such an interesting topic, Stephanie. It, it goes to um, uh, a conversation that I love to have, uh, and you, you've heard me say this, that we all want to scale our business and grow it, right? And make more money and have more financial success. But these watermarks you're talking about are very much a part of our story of our relationship with money. So when we talk about growth, we have to talk about it from the inside out, right? Yes, exactly. And we also have to recognize that particularly the small business owner, we don't have shareholders, right? We don't have stockholders. We have sometimes spouses. We have children. We have family members. We have very personal reasons that we've started this business and there are much bigger financial implications at stake than simply what was the bottom line or the net income for my business this month? Because that net income flows through to our households. We are supporting in many cases, the financial health and well-being of our households. And so we have to, as personal financial coaches and consultants, we cannot take, it, it's like a stage. We cannot take an insular focus. If we look at it like a stage, and a spotlight. In many take cases with our clients, we take a spotlight on the business, right? That's where the light that we're shining on the stage. But we believe that we have to, to, to there's probably some photography term on this, but we've got to lighten that, that light up. We've got to let it cast more light onto the stage because there's more things happening in the shadows that can affect your business. And so that's why with our clients, we build partnerships with other um, partners that will help our clients. So it might be a small business attorney. It might be a business coach like you, Stefania, where we start to say, hey, we think you have more opportunity for financial success, but you know, you need some coaching around these things. Let's get this stuff in order. So we work with all sorts of partners to bring folks in to help our clients grow so that we are shining a bigger light on their financial stage because as small business owners, that exists. And if you ignore those financial dynamics and those personal dynamics in the financial picture, you're missing a lot of the story. So that's one of the ways in which you've redefined your role. You're, you're taking a much more holistic approach than just um, uh, looking at the business in a silo. You're um, uh, looking at the business and the ripple effect 
uh, that it has on the entire world of the business owner. That's a powerful way That's right. uh, to look at it. And that also, uh, to me, uh, makes a real point of how important it is as business owners that we take leadership in this conversation. That's so right. this is how we have to take initiative. How do, a, what, what condition is the typical uh, business when they, when they finally look for help? Is there a tendency for us to think we can do it all ourselves at first? Sure, and we, we see a, a spectrum, right, of situations that clients come to us in. With their, their financial situation, you know, sometimes for some people, it is absolutely, you know, I cannot sleep at night because my books are a mess. And it, it, I'm, just, I'm just so nervous that I'm missing something and I've tried to do it myself and I'm not having good conversations with my spouse right now because I can't answer questions I need to answer and I've got to get some help. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay. When you kind of do the, the throw your hands up and say, I can't do it, I need help. That's okay, right? We can, you know, there are plenty of uh, amazing, you know, even outside of Clare Road Financial, you know, bookkeepers, freelancers, all sorts of folks out there that can throw you a lifeline to help you get organized. We also have clients that come to us um, fully aware that they aren't, you know, they might be creatives, they might build websites or do graphic design, and they absolutely know this is, this is not my thing. I got to have help because I will mess it up and I have no idea what I'm doing. Both of these things are okay, right? All of it's okay. Um, the earlier, what I'll say is the earlier that you can recognize before the, the water is coming into the boat, the sooner you can recognize that it's not your thing or that you can't do it all. Um, as women, particularly, uh, I see a lot of women, business owners that come in and they have tried to do it themselves because in many cases, we know that women, we, we can juggle all the plates, all the balls are in the air and everything and we can do it all. And it's not until our health is deteriorating and we're, uh, we're not, you know, we're not sure why we're sleeping or not sleeping. And all of these things start to show up in our life that we say, wait, I've got to do something here. Right. So we, we recognize that. And, and hopefully if you have, you know, your listeners here, if you're doing that, um, pay attention to that and really say, hey, maybe this is something that I can take off my plate so that I can achieve the success and not burn out, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, this is uh, an important place to kind of pause. And I have to observe as a business coach uh, and leadership coach, so many times I have had clients come to me that are... Um, very successful in their field. They've spent all their time and money becoming experts. They're really leaders uh, in their field. And they have, uh, because of their personal money stories, which we kind of touched on earlier, they have resistance and real fear around um, stopping and looking at their financial situation. I have actually coached women that um, might be three or four years into their business and are paying themselves, but they don't know if they're paying themselves what they should mm -hmm. be paying themselves. 
Um, they uh, are so uh, overwhelmed by the fact that they may be making a lot of money. Money's coming in and they don't know how to allocate it. Can I spend this much on marketing? And, and that takes us back to how we show up with our own personal stories around money in our business and the impact. And I think this part of the conversation cannot be underestimated in the impact it has. What is it? 80% of businesses go out of business in the first, I think, five years. It's tragic. Uh, it's a really a tragic uh, statistic. And I, I believe a lot of that has to do with the fact that we are scared and resistant and procrastinate at looking at money. So one of the first areas uh, that I always want to go to is, you know, what do you do with your money? You know, in, in conversations with clients, mm -hmm. do you know what you're bringing in? Where is it going? Well, and I'll tell you, I think that brings up an excellent point because if you, if you are not confident in the financials of your company and you get that question, how are you doing? How's your company doing, right? I think there's a tendency, one of the things, the resistance and the blocks that I see with some of our clients is they are terribly afraid of feeling stupid. Mm. They have seen success in their companies. They're good at what they do. They may be experts and whether they're builders, leaders in their communities, well-known, the last thing they want to do is feel ignorant about their financials. And that's a very real thing. And so what we have learned is through working with our clients, one of the biggest benefits that we provide to those small business owners is simply feeling confident. Just simply, even if they don't know, you know, last month, what were you, somebody asked, what's your margins, you know, or, I don't know, you know, what, here's what I do know. I know that my company has grown over the last five years. You know, we have a financial roadmap in place. Um, I meet with my financial advisor, you know, two times a month or once a quarter or whatever it is. They build, you build that confidence where slowly you'll start to see those clients and those business owners not be afraid to look at the financials, not be afraid to really say, hey, you know, I don't exactly know what that means. Can you explain that to me, right? And as we work together, one of the things that we'll do, and I highly encourage your, your listeners to, to take stock of this in their business. Um, we've all heard the term KPIs, right? Key performance indicators. Pick three KPIs in your company financially that are important to you. Is it top line revenue? Is it just growing that top line revenue? Is it the net income that you're bringing into your company? If you're selling a product, is it the margins? What is it? And ask and find out. And if you're scared, focus on those three or four things, just those little things that you can focus on to help keep your company healthy and help yourself stay confident that you are moving in the direction that you want to go. Yeah. So what we're talking about here is when you said this was so powerful, we're afraid of feeling stupid. Uh, so money brings out our vulnerability, right? It's right out there. Personal vulnerability and professional vulnerability. Absolutely. And vulnerability is such a hot topic right now. Thank you, Brene Brown. Um, you know, we... We are all, as women, you know, I, I know myself, I listen to Brene Brown, I listen to the podcast and that vulnerability, oh my gosh, how hard is that? 
right? And it's hard. And it's easy to confuse vulnerability. You know, I th- Renee Brown asks everybody, you know, at the end of her podcast, like, what does vulnerability mean to you? And she gets, you know, you get such a range of answers, right? Um, you know, vulnerability is critically important, not just in your finances of your company, but in your ability to lead your teams, in your ability to bring on the right partners, um, in your ability to look inside yourself and grow. You cannot, I strongly believe that you cannot grow if you're not willing to be vulnerable with yourself and with at least one or two accountability partners. And so we, we really try in our company to set ourselves up as that safe place for our business owners to be vulnerable about their situations so that we can work together to grow. And that's absolutely critical and so important right now to achieve for to achieve the type of financial success that you want. You have to be willing to say, these are my ideas about money. I don't think it's right, but I have never known anything different. Um, you know, these are my ideas about growing my team. I'm not really great at these things. You know, what are the things, look inside, what are the things you're not good at? We're all not good at something. And that's okay. But you got to identify that, be willing to be vulnerable with somebody so that you can step forward. What we saw in 2020, and biz, you know, we've heard this through the years, is that six, times of prosperity economically, right, in our, in our country and in our world, will hide a multitude of financial sins, right? When GDP is growing and the economy is yeah. good and everything's yeah. great, man, you can run a sloppy business and my gosh, we'll all still succeed, right? right? It's going to be fine. But what we saw in 2020 is that when the, you know, the tide waves come and when the challenges come, the cracks in the foundations start to show. And those things that if, if you haven't been, you know, vulnerable in your company, if you haven't built the moat around yourself or your financial business or the finan- or your financial house, it's going to be hard to weather those times, right? And so that's what we really want, you know, your listeners to hear is that's how you're going to get through. That's how you're, you know, picking a good financial advisor or a partner that you're willing to talk really realistically about your financial behaviors and beliefs, because if it's, it's much, it's much, much more than just, are my books closed at the end of the month? It's much, much more than just, you know, what were my percent gains month over month or quarter over quarter? It's, am I confidently building protection around my company? Am I confidently building a roadmap to where I want to go, addressing the, the, the challenges and the the mental constructs that I have about success and my growth? And am I willing to be honest about, you know, yeah, Stephanie, I know we had this roadmap and I know you told me to do this, but I didn't. And here's why, right? Can we have that conversation? Let's have that conversation because then we can go, okay, Mm. I get it. It's like behaviors with food, right? Like what are your triggers? Yeah, right. (laughs) What are your, what are your financial triggers and how do we, how do we help overcome those? So powerful. So then your relationship as a financial uh, consultant, advisor, and coach is about show a vulnerable client and then we have to trust you, right? 
this, uh, this is in a way such an intimate relationship because a lot of times we have all these money stories that get in the way of all our personal relationships, you know, spousal relationship, partner relationships, relationships with parents, children. And when we show up with you in your role and we partner with you in your role, we have to show up with curiosity, beginner's mind. We may know just enough to get us in trouble. And maybe that's why we're now having the conversation with you, right? And we have to show up really vulnerable and trusting uh, that uh, we can overcome and we can grow and no question is too stupid and it's okay if I said I was gonna do this, Stephanie, and instead I did that and this is why. And that's all grist for the mill, right? That's all part of developing financial intelligence, right? That's right. Well, and that's part of the reason if you, um, and we'll, you know, we'll give contact information at the end of our conversation, but if you go out to our website, one of the things when I was putting our website together that was really important to me was the language around my industry is so boring and stale and ugh. I mean, bookkeeping, payroll, accounts receivable, like, oh my gosh, yes, we do these things, right? Yes, these things are important. But our company is called Clearwood Financial for a reason. It's about a journey. We recognize that there is a financial journey and a person, a very personal journey that you're on as a small business owner. And so we really, I wanted to change the language we were using. And so we came up with three stages of the small business financial journey. The first one we call financial organization. It is simply recognizing that I need, to, in order for me to go forward in the financial journey, we have to get organized. And that may look different for some folks. It, it can look really different for different people, but it's a mindset of saying, I want to get financially organized. That's the first thing is I want to do that. The next thing is financial optimization, where we say, okay, how can we take the good foundational organizational work that we've done? Your books are nice. All of your payrolls running smoothly. All of these financial things are in order. You're compliant. You're paying your quarterly taxes, et cetera, et cetera. And how can we help optimize where you're at for growth to get you to a place where scaling your systems are automated? Maybe your QuickBooks is talking to your payroll system is talking to your CRM. You know, we start to work on this optimization. And then once that's happening, we look and say, okay, now we can start looking at acceleration. Now that we've got these things, we can start looking at how do we accelerate the growth, the financial success of this company. And that's when you're talking about you know, you're, you probably got a marketing team and you've got an HR, you know, you've got the, you, you maybe have a team of, you know, 10 to 50 employees, right? Your company is set up to scale. Now, sometimes things don't always work in that order. Sometimes you get, you know, funding and you, you kind of scale and you have to go back and say, okay, wait a second, we got so much money and we grew so fast. We've got to, we got to get organized now. That's okay. These don't have to be linear, right? But we recognize that these are the stages that, that small businesses go through and we want to talk about that. And then we can start talking about the technical aspects of what's involved in each of those stages. But I think if your listeners can think about their small businesses in, in, in that way, getting organized, getting optimized, and accelerating the growth of the company, they'll start thinking about their financial picture and their relationship to their financial partner in a little bit different way. 
Excellent, excellent point. So much gold here. And um, I through these stages uh, of financial growth and business growth, at each stage, you support and coach your clients in their watermarks, their self-limiting beliefs, their you know, stories around money. So you get to uh, really do work that develops them. And, you know, I can't help but think, Stephanie, about your work has such a ripple effect, all of our, all of us, regardless of what work we do. I uh, know that each one of us, you and I, by impacting our clients, we're having a ripple effect on their whole family, on everyone that works with and for them. So I'd like to kind of close the circle where we started at the beginning, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Why did you get into this business, right? That you're in, entrepreneur, and and how? What were your what were your big whys? Who's impacted by your financial health or lack of? Yeah. So we come back to when you at Clear Road Financial. Uh, work with your clients, your, your, their mindset change about money is going to translate to a higher level conversation and relationship around money in their personal life. And that is just as important as in their business. Absolutely. That's the hope. And especially as small business owners, especially if we are, you know, we, if we are, I'm the sole owner of my company. And I, my husband, I see as a stakeholder. And when I, my husband, he, he needs to have this information, right? It impacts our financial household. And so if I am able through my relationship with my clients, if we are able to create better dinner table conversations, better back porch conversations, you know, all of those things, then we, we're doing our job. And Stefani, you told me one time, I remember through our work together, um, I was in a particular place where I was having a little bit of burnout. And we, we have that, right? We get that as business. Owners. Absolutely. And I'll never forget one of the things you said to me. You said, you get to define your success. And I think as small business owners, as we're going through this financial journey, don't forget, you get to define your success. Not everybody, you know, not the news, you know, not what the financial reports say that should be the benchmark for your industry at this time. You get to define your success. Not what your competitors are saying they're Absolutely. doing on Facebook or LinkedIn. Absolutely. You get to define your success as a small business owner. So don't forget that. I think that's a powerful thing. Absolutely. And I think this might be a good place to stop. <laughs> Although okay. the conversation could go on for hours and hours and hours. Uh, wow, Stephanie, um, I knew my conversation with you was going to be um both inspirational and aspirational and also really practical, you know, and, 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 and really leave us with some important uh, takeaways. If you were to share with our listener right now, uh, a key takeaway uh, or action step, you would encourage them. Uh, you made so many great points, but one that you would like to really uh, for them to reflect on and or implement something on, what would that be? Sure, absolutely. I mean, I think the first step is just uh, take a moment to think through on the back of, the, of listening to this podcast, you know, what is your relationship to money? What is it? 
And how do you see some of that relationship showing up in your business and in challenges that you have inside your business? Get honest about that and really sit down and say, okay, what are some things that I could do today to change that? You know, is it, could I get a bookkeeper? You know, is there somebody that can help me um, practically? Can I, can, I, can I talk to somebody or maybe my business coach, right? My business coach can maybe talk through this before I take that financial step. That's okay. You know, if you are, I will tell you, if you are out there and you are trying to do it all, one thing that I would highly recommend is get a professional to help you. It does not cost as much as you would think and the ROI is huge for you. If you are struggling through the weeds of QuickBooks or Xero or whatever financial software you're using and it's just a headache, get somebody to help you. There are tons of great folks out there um, it, it, for me, it was getting a personal assistant or a virtual assistant that opened up my time. Um, it, it's, it can be the same. So um, I would say those two things are some practical steps that you could take today. Absolutely. And so important. So um, Stephanie, how can your listeners learn more about you and your business? Uh, give us the website info, make sure to spell it all out for them. I would love for people to follow up and take um take the opportunity to connect with you. Sure, absolutely. Um, this is a great time to connect with us. Um, we, Clear Road Financial launched officially in 2020. Um, before that, I was kind of doing some freelance. So this was this was kind of my journey. Um, the website's a great place to go, clearroadfinancial.com, C-L-E-A-R-R-O-A-D, financial.com. Um, you can also follow me personally, Stephanie Tressler on LinkedIn. We're going to start putting out some great content. Our newsletter is going to be full of really good tips and tricks, uh, reminders, quarterly tax payments, all sorts of fun stuff like that. So if you don't know where to start, if you're not ready to jump in the deep end, follow us and uh, sign up for the newsletter and you're going to get some good content uh, that might just help you feel a little bit more confident about, about your financials and your, and your small business journey. Thank you so much for this important conversation. I know how valuable your time is and I'm honored you chose to spend this time with us. And by the way, uh, listeners, uh, this topic of money is so important that in next week's episode, I'm going to do a continuation on this topic. I'm going to be flying solo, no guest, and I'm going to lead you through what I hope is a transformational journey to dig deep into your money story that Stephanie has brought up several times, your personal money story, and how it impacts your personal and professional relationships uh, with money and outside of money. So Stephanie, thanks again for being here today. I look forward to seeing you soon in person or on social media. You as well, Stefania. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Lead Without Limits. Each week, we bring you stimulating conversations with women who lead in business and their community. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Lead Without Limits, go to EWNpodcastNetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. Until next time, remember that as leaders, we have the power to shape the future of society and our planet. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here today to lead without limits in your own life.
Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.